Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Today we're excited to welcome Jessica Levinson to the Healthy Family Project. Jessica is a registered dietitian, mother of two, and author of the 52-week meal planner. Jessica's passion lies in the kitchen, where she develops nutritious and delicious recipes to feed her family and inspire others to do the same. So over on her blog, she shares easy recipes, meal planning tips, and school lunchbox ideas. Jessica also lends her expertise to popular websites and magazines like Prevention, Fitness, Self, Shape, Everyday Health, and Women's Health. And we are excited to talk to Jessica today. Welcome, Jessica. I'm looking forward to chatting with you today all about meal planning for busy families, a topic that's definitely near and dear to my heart. Um, before we jump in, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and the inspiration behind your blog? Sure. Hi, Amanda. Thanks so much for having me. I am excited to be here and talking to you guys today. Um, so my blog, I actually started writing my blog back in 2009. And at the time, um, it was under a name called Nutritionalicious, which was really about combining nutritious and delicious food. It was very important to me that people recognize that what we're eating is not just about nourishment, but it's also about enjoyment. Um, and over the years, as I've had my own um, children and as my family has grown, it, my blog and my recipes have really more evolved into family-friendly recipes that are a little bit more on the gourmet side, but still relatively easy and still, you know, kid-friendly, um, but not your traditional um, chicken fingers and mac and cheese kid food. I like it. That's my goal. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be getting lots of tips from you because I like that somewhere in between gourmet and run-of-the-mill. That's where I, I, my goal is to land there. <laughs> <laughs> So as a busy parent, I know how essential it is to plan out my family's meals at the start of the week. Um, otherwise, and I'm totally guilty, we can find ourselves hitting up a drive through you know, ordering out, reaching for snacks that might not be the best. So for a lot of families, the idea of meal planning or prepping is just, you know, one more thing to add to the list of to-dos as parents and families. We just have so much. Um, so I guess there's a perception that meal planning, meal prep is time-consuming and tedious. Um, what advice do you have for families looking to ease into meal planning? Yeah, definitely I get a lot of pushback from people on, you know, what, like meal planning is so time-consuming and meal prepping even more so. But what I always tell people is to start small. You don't have to plan every single meal for every single day of the week or even the month. Um, you can start by planning just dinners three nights a week or just two full days if that's what, you know, if breakfast and lunch is more important for you to plan. I personally find that for families, dinner is usually where they need the most structure because breakfast, you tend to eat the same couple of things. Mm -hmm. Lunch, they, you know, either, I don't know if it's parents or, um, you know, adults, they're eating out maybe if they're at the office or if they're taking maybe it's leftovers for school lunch, you know, they maybe use things that are on hand. But when it comes to dinner, that's the part that they really need to um, focus on when it comes to planning. But really, it's not necessary to start with planning everything at one time. And I also highly recommend scheduling at least one night off from cooking. Um, I 
totally rely on making enough food for leftovers at least once a week. Um, and sometimes that one night off a week from cooking is takeout or, you know, a freezer meal that I got at Trader Joe's. Um, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be freshly cooked every single night of the week. I like that. I, yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to, I think going into it, you think, oh my gosh, I have to plan three meals a day. I have to have this, you know, I have to buy a planner. I have to do all these things. So I think starting small, looking at it that way with doing the three dinners a week. And I also like giving yourself a break and maybe planning so that you have those leftovers to incorporate whatever it might be into, you know, an extra night of meals. So good stuff. Um, now, what's the easiest way to plan out meals for the week to ensure you use all of your ingredients so that maybe they're overlapping? I know I struggle with this, you know, ending up with that huge grocery bill and maybe things go to, you know, waste. You're wasting something. So what's your strategy behind that? Yeah, so I am very conscientious about food waste, and as a lot of people are these days. Um, what I do when I sit down to start planning, and when you said about the um, have, getting a workbook or a planner, I actually I wrote um, the 52-week meal planner specifically so that people would have a place to write down their meal plans because oh, I think perfect. if you don't write it down, you tend to forget. Um, so what I do is I take out my planner, and I – first thing I do is I look in my refrigerator and I see what ingredients I already have on hand. You know, do I have half of a bunch of cilantro? Do I have celery that's left over from a soup I made? Um, you know, what is in my fridge that's going to go bad um, and that I want to use up? And that's where I start my planning process because I don't want to buy new things when I already have stuff on hand. Right. Um, and then I also make sure that I have a stocked pantry. So I always make sure that I have, you know, cans of beans and I have, um, cans, of, canned fish, um, vegetable stock, um, whole grains, different whole grains. Those are all key ingredients that I'll use to save money because they're a little more economical. Um, and if I'm opening up, if I have a recipe that let's say calls for one can of beans, um, well, sorry, not one can of beans. If the recipe calls for a cup of beans, then what I'll say is, okay, I'm going to have some beans left in that, from that can. What else can I make this week using that so that mm -hmm. it doesn't go to waste? You know, maybe I can throw them into my kid's lunch, um, you know, or mash them up into a salad or turn them into hummus, um, so that I'm not, not wasting them. Awesome. Great tip. So while we are talking grocery shopping, I have two questions around this. I guess one is first and foremost, I overbuy on fresh produce. It happens every week. Um, and what, you know, do you have any tips on kind of combating that food waste? And then second, what are some pantry staples or freezer freezer staples that you would recommend that everyone have on hand? I know you mentioned the veggie stock and maybe some different types of beans in the pantry. What would you recommend? Sure. So first of all, for the, for the over buying of produce, one of the things I suggest is thinking of out of the box ways that you can use those ingredients. So for example, can you puree those herbs um, into a sauce for chicken or fish? Um, can you turn some of those ingredients into a salsa that you can use for taco night? Um, what are some, you know, what are ways that you can use these ingredients that maybe aren't the typical or the norm and they're maybe not going to make up the, the main part of your meal, but that you can still get use out of them without wasting them? Um, and then as far as staples go, um, so as I mentioned before, canned beans, canned fish, veggie stock, whole grains. 
Um, I, there are certain canned vegetables I like to have on hand. I always have like roasted red peppers and sun-dried tomatoes on hand. Those, um, I blend them into a sauce for pasta or I cook them with chicken. Um, I have a, a really delicious recipe for chicken that I actually just made this past weekend using those ingredients. And it's so easy. Um, and you know, people say, oh, well, the sodium content is high, but the truth is like, I don't add extra salt to those to those recipes. Um, and I also rinse the, the canned stuff when I, when I drain, you know, when I drain them and I open them, um, I make sure to rinse them to get rid of some of the excess sodium. Um, and then as far as the freezer foods go, frozen fruits and frozen veggies are always in my, um, always in my freezer and things like veggie burgers, which, you know, can just make up a really quick meal. Like, as I said about scheduling a night off from cooking, um, something like putting a veggie burger in the toaster or in the microwave and calling that dinner sometimes is just really like freeing and you still feel good about what you're feeding your kids, but you're not spending a lot of time, you know, standing in the kitchen prepping food. I love that. And I have to say, I I am a veggie burger fan. We do have always have veggie burgers in the freezer. I feel like it's filling and even on a Saturday or Sunday, um, you know, if we're running around and we pop back in the house, it's something easy that I can, can like you said, not feel horrible about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just, and it fills everybody up too. So it's a win. Um, right. I would say, I would add also, um, uh, as you were speaking, I was thinking of more ideas like um, frozen ravioli um, or tortellini. So even just this past weekend, I made for my kids on Saturday night, I made them tortellini. They were just so happy. It didn't need to be anything fancy. I opened up a jar of tomato sauce that I had in the pantry. I cut up some cucumbers and fresh tomatoes for them, and that was dinner. And, you know, if you think about the balanced plate, you know, you have your vegetables. You're having your you're, – you're having some protein because there's some cheese in, in, the, um, in the ravioli, and I put some extra cheese on top. Um, and you know, you could even, if you have chicken breast in your fridge, you can chop that up and toss it in there too. Um, and you have your carbs and not every meal has to be the, the most balanced as long as it's throughout the course of the week. But you know, there's something easy and simple and the kids were thrilled. I like it. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. Sometimes we feel like it has to be so elaborate and it doesn't, it can be easy like that. All right, now we're going to take a minute for a healthy bite. Grace is back with me to snack. She seems to reappear when we have the food in front of us. Um, so this episode is all about meal planning for busy families. Grace, what do we have here today to help us out? I'll, I'll be starting to snack while you talk. So meal planning is all about getting yourself set up for the week, and part of that is accounting for when you're going to be really busy. So we've got two really awesome convenience items that are going to get you through those busy times. So first yeah. up, we've got crispy green, crispy snacks. Amanda's trying out the banana flavor. Mm. This is delicious. Yeah, really good. They're just perfect to take on the go. They come in seven different flavors, and they're 100% fruit, which mm. is freeze-dried fruit. So it's a really healthy, easy snack, no added sugar, nothing funky in there. So they're 100% fruit. 100%, yes. Awesome. This is This is delicious. Very good. Yeah, and it's just great taking on the go, not having to worry. And then next up, we've got Eat Smart Sweet Kale Salads. 
Amanda's taking a bite. <laughs> She's very excited. I'm already on it. <laughs> um, and I just love salad kits because mm. you've got those busy nights. Look in the fridge. Gosh, what am I going to make tonight? And it's just super easy to whip up. You know, you've got your salad. It already has a dressing, all these tasty toppings. I just whip up a quick protein. Sometimes I'll just have chicken on hand. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's a meal right there. No stress, no fuss. Very simple. That's perfect. And this sweet kale, like, I feel like the sweetness of it, my kids would definitely, definitely scarf this down. Very good. So both of these health conscious brands are part partnering with us for our Mission for Nutrition program, which is going on during the month of March. So you can find recipes, a free downloadable ebook, prizes, and more at themissionfornutrition.com. And if you need to find out where you can pick up these crispy green banana fruit snacks or the sweet kale salad from Eat Smart, you can go to the show notes and we'll link up to those there. So my family, we have our go-to recipes and I'm always looking for new ideas to incorporate into our meal plan to switch things up. Um, I know I kind of burn out on on the meals. I have one of my daughters is kind of a picky pickier eater too. So um, it's a, it can be challenging to look for new recipes that I can make a variation, you know, but outside of making a whole new meal for her that I can do a variation for her. But any tips on avoiding recipe burnout and keeping things new and interesting? Yeah. So first of all, I always look for inspiration around me. So I'll look maybe at Pinterest or in the magazines that I, that I get in the mail Um, Or if I go to a restaurant and there's something on a menu that sounds really good, maybe I'll use that as inspiration for a recipe that I'll make for my family. Um, But I also, especially when it comes to like those pickier eaters, what I love to do is to make what I call interactive meals. And I'll roast a bunch of different vegetables. I'll make a batch of a grain and I'll make um, a protein. You know, maybe it's chicken or maybe it's baked tofu. Maybe it's ground beef whatever that protein is. And I'll put everything in individual bowls and let everybody just make their own meal out of that. And so that may be for one person, a Buddha bowl with, you know, the grains and the veggies and the protein for somebody else. It may be a taco. Um, and they, and then everybody gets to choose which vegetables and what protein they want inside. And then you can use those, um, ingredients for other meals throughout the week. So it's not, it, you know, you're not wasting them. Um, and it's something that is a little bit more fun and gets the kids, especially a little more excited. I like that. And my pick your eater, she is a big fan of the, I call it the disassembled, (laughs) the disassembled recipe. So whatever I'm making, I usually have a disassembled version for her. She likes things very plain, you know, not a lot of sauce. So those are typically the things I look for. And I'm with you on an I with I love I still love getting my magazines in the mail, but on the weekends I'll look and I won't necessarily sometimes I do find a recipe that I that I plan to make, but I'll see some of the flavors or I'll see you know how they're making something, it'll really inspire me to make something maybe a little simpler or something that you know I know my family will like based on what, you know, they like have liked in the past. So I feel like Pinterest is amazing hours can go by sometimes <laughs> when, you're, sure. when you're on Pinterest, but definitely a good place um, to find new recipes for sure. Good search, search option. Um, yeah. And cookbooks also, you know, yeah. a lot of people think, oh, cookbooks are all day. I love cookbooks. 
And I really, I very rarely make a recipe um, exactly the way it is in a cookbook or, you know, even from a magazine. And my, my head is in recipe development. So it's, I'm always thinking of something different that I can, can do, but to use it for inspiration is a great way. And also just thinking sort of like outside of the box, you know, last weekend, last week I made breakfast tacos and my kids were like, what? I don't understand. (laughs) It was so novel to them. And it ended up being like one of the best dinners. It was so easy. Everybody got to choose how they wanted their eggs. They made their own tacos or even like oatmeal for dinner. Um, You know, whether it's sweet or savory, I make savory oats sometimes. And that was another thing. The first time I did that, my kids were like, oats for dinner? (laughs) And they they just thought it was like crazy, but it works. And it's something that's a little different. And again, it just coming back to the fact that it's easy. Right. And I think kids love that too. Like opposite day. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're switching totally. things up. You know, the, my kids, I know when I do something kind of out of the ordinary, they're like, oh, something new. So that's good. And then I know on your site, you have awesome resources um, for recipes. Do you want to share just kind of what you have available over there? Sure. So my site is jessicalevinson.com. And I, um, I post a lot of different recipes, breakfast, school lunches. Um, I'm always making lunch boxes for my kids. So I'm coming up with new ways to keep it interesting. Um, dinners, of course, snacks, um, basically, you know, a variety of recipes. And I also include some blog posts on, um, meal planning tips so you can get more stuff there. Um, and also general healthy eating and feeding the family. Um, and you know, the big thing for me is don't be a short order cook. So like I said before, my recipes tend to be a little more on the gourmet side, but as long as there's something on the plate that every on the table that everybody likes, then I don't, you know, I don't make multiple meals. Like that's super important to me that, you know, it, I don't want other families to feel like they need to cook multiple meals for their kids and for themselves. It is. And that is a question we get all of the time or, you know, people struggling with that saying nobody likes the same thing. I don't know what to do. Like I can't find a recipe that everybody likes. So definitely we'll link up in the show notes and in the blog post, we'll link up to your site and and all of that good stuff so that people can easily get over there and, and get some inspiration from you. So, okay. Great. So, um, Let's see here. All right. I think we talked a little bit about this, but I'll, but I will ask this question. So the thought of planning and preparing three meals per day, whatever the kids, you know, for whatever the kids eat may seem overwhelming to some. So what are some hacks to do easy double duty meals to lessen the time spent in the kitchen? So first of all, um, three meals per day, plus whatever the kids may eat. That goes straight to my point about short order cooking. (laughs) Right. There's (laughs) so, and that you don't need to prep three meals a day. Um, so that's number one, take, take a little bit of the pressure off. Um, but some of the things that I like to do, I haven't, I recently got an instant pot and I know that's a big, you know, it's a, it's all the rage now. Um, but you don't even need to have it to do what I'm going to recommend, but I'll, make chicken breasts or I'll make, um, I'll make a batch of eggs and I'll use those for multiple purposes. So for example, roast chicken, I'll shred the leftovers of it and toss it with pasta Mm -hmm. and a sauce. Um, or, you know, beef, maybe it was, maybe I had, you know, maybe I had chili, right. And then I put the leftovers of the chili on rice or 
I used, you know, I thickened it up and I made it into something that was on top of a taco or a sloppy joe. Um, there are ways to to reuse and repurpose the food that you already made. Um, I find lately we're in a big hard boiled egg craze because I've been making them in the Instant Pot and they're so easy to make like right. that. Um, and so, you know, it could be as simple as like, that's a snack for the kids or I slice it and I put it on toast with, you know, on avocado toast and then you have lunch. So trying to think about multiple ways that you can use what you're cooking already um, is a good way to, to you know, reuse and, and also not have the waste. Great. Well, I think we all have great intentions when it comes to meal planning and meal prepping. I know I, I always have, have big plans, um, but I think these tips that you've shared today will really help families see you know, see the benefits of what, what taking some time to do this um, can hold for them. So thank you for chatting today. We look he- forward to hearing from you again, hopefully, on the Healthy Family Project. I know that um, there's there's tons we can talk about about meal planning, and that's your area of expertise. Um, but can you tell listeners where they can find you on social media? Sure. So I'm at Jay Levinson RD on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. Um, I think that's everything. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. There's um, so many. <laughs> and like I said, JessicaLevinson.com. And I have the links to all of, all of my um, social media profiles on my website as well. Okay, great. Well, thank you again for taking the time to talk to us and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. This was so much fun. Thanks. Hoping this episode has you feeling like even as a busy family, meal prepping and planning is totally something you can handle and handle together. Be sure to check the show notes for links to all the things that we talked about in this episode. If you aren't seeing something in the links, let us know and we'll get that for you. Mission for Nutrition is going on this month. Head to themissionfornutrition.com to download the free ebook and also enter to win one of our great weekly prizes. Uh, We're hoping you'll join us on our social outlets this month and always, of course, but this month we'll be talking all about meal prep. So really focusing in on tips and tricks, helping everybody learn how to be better at um, planning those meals and just being prepared so that we're able to make healthy choices. If you are meal prepping, we'd love to see your photos. So just use the hashtag on social media, mission for, hashtag mission for nutrition, and we'll be sure to repost. And then if you want to tweet direct with me, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter. Um, of course, you can find us over at produceforkids.com. You can sign up for our e-newsletter that goes out regularly. And then you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.